Welcome to the show. <laughs> Are you lighting dumpsters on fire? Plus, that was bad. The whole plane smells like weed. Those were the days. It's a joke, you idiot. He's like, oh, it was great. We used to live in the subway tunnels. Good old innocent fun. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Troublemakers, the podcast where each week we bring on a guest and they tell crazy stories about their lives. I'm your host, Dylan Krasinski, coming to you from a beautiful 50-degree day in Brooklyn. The candles are not lit today, but we're still ready to have a good time. Okay, with me as always is my best friend in the world, <laughs> the the most handsome guy to my left. All right, we're best the friends. big dog, Ray Zawadney. Everybody, oh, give it up you. for him. Thank you so much, Dylan. Just want to let everybody know that a new episode of Troublemakers comes out every single Wednesday. And where can you find that? You can find that on Spotify, um, all that Apple Apple uh, Podcasts, Google Play. You got it. Uh, YouTube, we got full videos on YouTube, clips on Instagram, all that stuff, all your fill of troublemakers. And if you do go to Spotify and check us out there, give us a five-star review. Five stars, baby. It, it, take, it takes less than two minutes to do. Love that. We're 4.8. We're 4.8. We're 4.8. We want to get that five. We want yeah. to get that hot five. I think it's impossible once you get a less than five. It's like an Uber rating. Five. Yeah. You throw up in one Uber, you're never going to be five stars. Have you ever puked in an Uber? I have not, but I did almost fight a cab driver once. We can get into that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, let's get into it, baby. Our guest today. Very excited to have him on. Are you from New York? No. From New Jersey. Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Well, I'm you know, not even close. <laughs> yeah. Basically I usually, Jersey. <laughs> I usually, I never know. You know, you meet people. But I actually knew that because we talked about you going home to Florida. But you are very New Jersey, Staten Island presenting. Right. I will say that. I, but our guest today, say. hey. Fort Lauderdale, Florida, native, New York City comedian. Everybody, put your hands together. Brandon Barrera. Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going? Oh, yeah. <laughs> In oh, studio nice, audience, dude. baby. This is nice. Wow. We've been doing that the last couple episodes. Makes me happy. Yeah, dude. Well, one day you'll, you'll be doing this live and you'll get the real thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be like, that pumps me up. Oh, we got. <laughs> <laughs> Do you import those sounds or like you, you know, they come with them? They came with it. Really? Yeah. Wow. I've been, I, for a year and a half, I've been like, I'm going to put my own sounds into that. Yeah. Have not. Mm. But maybe we should. Maybe we should cut up some music, you know? Yeah, get rid of those crickets. Add some, like, zest, you know what A I mean? little, like, Jay-Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Jay-Z Even rip. having those crickets there is just kind of a bad omen, bad Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you're never going to use that button. We, I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. Unless, <laughs> you know what? Now I'm going to wait for the perfect opportunity <laughs> to use those crickets. Can I, if you ever use those crickets on me, I'm fucking punching you in the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, my stomach's so sensitive. Don't do that. It, it was one of the meanest things I ever saw. I, rem I remember uh, I, I came up in Pittsburgh and I remember being at an open mic and somebody was like bombing at an open mic, <laughs> fucking bombing at an open yeah. mic. But he was kind of a dude that like a lot of people didn't take too seriously. And a comedian who is a friend of mine did the crickets on his phone. And I was just like, come on, man. Yeah. It's an open. Give the kid a break. That's tough. You don't come back from that. No, dude. I did a I did a black room in. I used to live in Los Angeles. And I lived there for three years. And my last year living there, I did a black room and uh, my first one ever. And I went up there. I did a joke to like my my opening joke, which usually did all right at the time. Yeah. And uh, I said the joke, and then uh, some lady in the back just goes, but then <laughs> <laughs> I died oh. on stage. I was like, I'm gonna go jump in front of traffic. <laughs> How many years into comedy were you? I was probably about like. Two and a half. That's what I mean. You yeah. didn't have the like. Like if that happens to you now, you know you're ready to rock. I mean, yeah, yeah. I fucking I just did the Edinburgh Fringe, 
And, did you really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, did, shit. Did the whole run, 25 days, one hour a day. And uh, my like 17 days into the run, I'd already done the show 16 times. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what works. Yeah. You know, I've already taken out what doesn't. Show's running pretty smoothly. Yeah. 17 days in, I show up. My tech guy's gone, so I get a sub-in tech guy. All he has to do is turn the knob, the master volume up for the mic, and then switch on the lights. All he has to do. It's a one-man show. One-man show. Yeah. I got nothing else. I walk in. Guy goes, hey, man, nice to meet you. Name's Carl. Been doing this for a while. Got nothing to worry about. I go, perfect. I get on stage. He calls me up. Screws up my name. Not a problem. <laughs> Happens all the time. Whatever. I get on stage. Lights go up. Mic doesn't work. I'm like, all right. I've sold the most amount of tickets this far, like, at, like on this day. I sold, like, 30 tickets. I was like, oh, it's going to be great. 30 <laughs> tickets. Like, dude, if you know Fringe, like, yeah. you're happy if you get four people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, fuck yeah, 30 people I'm going to get to play. This is going to be great. I go, Carl, the mic. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, like, looking at me like I got seven heads. Like, he doesn't know what's going on. And then I look at the crowd, and I go, ah, don't worry about it, guys. We'll just go no mic. And I just held the mic, and it was just dead. Oh, my uh, God. Dude, I proceeded to bomb oh. for an entire hour. And it wasn't because the jokes weren't good. It was because these people thought I was, like, a sham. Like, they looked at me like I had just robbed them of 10 pounds. Oh, my God. Of, yeah. co of course, because it's supposed to be this professional setting. And then <laughs> you're like, hey, can we turn the mic on? And you get nothing. Yeah. No help. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, uh, somebody told me after, they were like, Jim Jeffries is, like, a famous quote. He's, like, a comedian with with no microphone is just a crazy guy expressing oh, yeah. his thoughts. Dude, it's true. Yeah. The only difference between that and a homeless person is one is indoors and one is outside. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's the only difference. I, I've always said if somebody tells a joke about racism and it doesn't get a laugh, you just look like a racist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah dude. You're like, this is what goes on in my head. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that's not a joke, man. Yeah. You, you said people fuck up your name a lot? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, what do people say? It uh, doesn't seem like a hard name to get right. Uh, Brandon Barbera. Uh, Brandon. Uh, oh, so one guy just messed up the first name, which was wild, at uh, one of the clubs in New York City. Ron Dan. He goes, uh, this is my best friend in the world. You guys are going to love him. He's super funny. Give it for Matthew Barrera. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I, I, and I'll never comment. I, yeah, I'll I hate a comment. I'll never comment, but like, if you... If you call me Matthew, I got to be like, well, that's Yo. not really my name. Yeah. That that's is, not my name at all. That's not even close. Yeah. I was like, you got to like, come on. So bold to say my best friend. Yeah. My best friend. I would have only, I would have commented on that. I would be like, yep, we are best friends. Yeah. <laughs> best friends. He's the only one that knows my real name's <laughs> Matthew. <laughs> it's an inside joke we do because we're best friends uh. where we fuck up each other's name for no that's reason. That's insane. Yeah. That's I, so I feel crazy. like you don't get your, you should because you're Polish, but I feel like you wouldn't get your name fucked up as much because it's like john krasinski do you know people did fuck it up a lot and then as soon as the office got popular people stopped fucking it up oh like people always yeah. get it right and people ask me if i'm related to john krasinski that's Which you it. are not dude me and him look at our faces dude they're identical yeah. identical yeah. yeah look at this polish nose dude if you're watching look at this polish nose dude it's the it, it, identical to john krasinski are we supposed to have big noses Pollocks? They're supposed to be like, you <laughs> know, I got a little fucking mind. <laughs> you know what you got? You got that Warsaw nose. Oh, nice, dude. You got that Warsaw nose. It's that like, yeah. uh, you got that fucking big old crack owl. Yeah. Or it's nose. one or it's reverse. It's like one is one is uh like bubblier and one is like angular. Yeah. I got that angle. 
Yeah, I got the other. I got the like a fucking ski slope bubble. I got the Auschwitz nose. Everybody thinks (laughs) you guys have a similar nose. Everybody thinks I'm Jewish. We got cute little noses. I don't, dude. My nose is fucked up. No, I think it looks good. I got kicked in the nose when I was a kid in a flag football game, and it just was never the same. My mom, my mom was like, "Just throw some dirt on it. You'll be all right." Have you broken a lot of bones? Uh, Just my arm, my elbow. How'd you do that? uh, Playing hockey. Ooh, that's fucking. You still got a scar there. Yeah, I got a screw inside. Oh damn! That whole dude. part of the elbow just shattered. That's actually a screw. Was it like pickup hockey? Or you no, like- no. I was I played hockey for like seventeen years. I was on a travel team from like I don't know, like when I was like six all the way to damn. Yeah. Hey, is hockey the worst sport to be a parent of a child playing? It's the best. Oh, oh, it's the best. Would you want to have your kids if you eventually yeah. have kids play hockey? Absolutely. You got to wake up, bring them. I just remember. I the only thing I remember about hockey is that all the kids like who played in high school would show up like at 8 a.m. to school and being like, I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm so tired. And they're like, we've been up since four. I'm like, all right, yeah, <laughs> fucking relax. He's hitting like, the we've rink. been ice skating since 3 a.m. I'm like, okay. Dude, it's the best. Wake it up at like five, hitting the rink by like six. You're like still half asleep. But oh. then you get on the ice and you're just like, ah, oh, you feel so good afterwards. Take a nice shower, go to work. It's pretty or nice. Or go to school, whatever. Yeah. I can't. I can't even rollerblade, let alone fucking. Really? Ice really? No, I can't. I'm, I'm not good on wheels, man. Dude, I could drive a car. I, <laughs> dude, over the pandemic, no over the pandemic, I had um, I was living in L.A. and uh, you know, L.A. was like just like New York, like shut down. Yeah, you know, there was nothing to do. And uh, at the time, I was making. I'm sure. Well, you guys have like real jobs. Like I didn't have a real job. I was a valet driver. So I no, was on. I was collecting unemployment. Oh, were my you? My pizza shop closed. Dude. That I was working at. Oh, dude. Yeah, I so was for same. a little bit too. Like, it was great. My, I worked valet. I worked valet, but I, I at a hotel, but you know, I was collecting unemployment. Dude, I made like 18 grand oh, off of like awesome. just like straight unemployment. And uh, it was like the most money I ever made in my entire life. Yeah. So I, I was like, oh, I'm going to make a big boy decision. And just take care of like one of the biggest bills in my life right now. And I paid off my car. My Nissan Altima paid it off. That's right? smart. So I paid it off. And then a few weeks later, I get a call from one of my friends I grew up playing hockey with. And he goes, dude, like, are you in L.A. right now? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, all right, what are the odds you can make it to Florida by 4th of July? Uh, we're getting the, the gang back together. We're entering into a tournament. There's like a league that's actually happening. They're putting on a national tournament. And like anybody can join. It's just like to raise money for like roller hockey you know, during the pandemic. Yeah. And I was like, really? And he goes, yeah, the team wouldn't be the same without you. And I was like, dude, I don't have any equipment, like mainly skates. I yeah. need to rollerblades. Yeah. And, and he was like, dude, like figure it out. Like we need you be there by 4th of July. I was like, all right. So I look up roller equipment at the time during the pandemic, uh, because hockey companies weren't making a lot of money in the roller department. Yeah. They fired all of their roller hockey people they stopped manufacturing rollerblades. Dude, I heard about this. Dude, so, but everybody during the pandemic that played ice hockey transitioned yeah. over to roller because it was the only thing you could play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So everything was flying off the shelves, but whatever was flying off the shelves was the last bit of roller equipment. So there was one pair of skates left at the, the hockey, it's called Hockey Monkey. but uh, The Monkey, Hockey Emporium? Yeah, the, literally the Hockey Emporium. Yeah. One pair of skates left, they were $1,000. Oh my God. They were $1,000, and I had just... Paid off my car, so I had like no money left. Oh you just had regular. God. I just had regular broke dude money. Bro- broke dude yeah. money. So I sold my car to Carmax. <laughs> <laughs> I sold my car to Carmax. They gave me three grand for it. That's it. Three grand it was a piece of shit. It was like a 2010 uh, Nissan Altima. Buddy, yeah. And uh, yeah, I bought I bought that pair of rollerblades, and then I hopped in my buddy Chevy Cruise, and we drove cross country from oh. L.A. to Florida, and uh, 
played in that roller hockey tournament, and uh, we lost every game. We got shut out every game. We were so out of shape. I puked on my skates the first game. <laughs> Buddy, the team won't be the same without you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, we need you to puke on this court. Dude, it was the best. Did you, did you puke because you were out of shape, or did you puke because you couldn't believe that you went there and sold your fucking car? <laughs> you know? so, it was like a multitude of things. It was that. It was also uh, being out of shape, yeah, and also I drank a nitro cold brew from Starbucks with, oh. a, with one of those chicken artichoke paninis oh gross. yeah buddy it was a 6 a.m game that's you know hey yeah. you should be used to it you know you yeah. ice hockey players you got fucking sunrise in your blood yeah dude so that's oh that's I, I didn't see i didn't do anything responsible with my pandemic funds i just really? paid i paid shitty new york rent and then like i had this little surplus and it was right at the time when they were working on everything and the government shut down so yeah. we didn't know if we were going to get more money or what was going to happen and I went to Mohegan Sun with two or three of my friends right when the casino first opened up because somebody was doing like that competition that's up there. Oh, the worst. It's the terrible. Absolute worst. But I just went up, uh, me and a couple of buddies went with them like, yeah, why don't we make this just a thing to do because we've all been inside for months upon end. I go there and the Sunday that we're there, I proceed to drink like 30 beers, rip shots, drink wine. I didn't realize I had a knee issue. I totally forgot that I took Vicodin in the morning. So I got so blackout, insane drunk. I ended up losing $1,000 at the casino that I didn't remember. And it's like 1000 then was all my money. <laughs> so, so I, and, and I like, I like was an asshole in front of all my friends that we were with. They were like mad at me. They still talk about it to this day. Cause it was like two years ago. What friends? It was Adam Gully, Paul Dag, and, uh, um, Corey Smith. Okay. And I end up back in New York the next day and I'm just laying in bed. I'm hungover. I'm miserable. My knee still fuck. I had a knee injury and not from sports, just from being fat and deciding to run at 30. Walking down the stairs. And, uh, and I was like, I have $60 to my name. And I said, you know what? I am going to spend all of this on the best dinner that I've ever had. That's how irresponsible <laughs> I am with money. <laughs> I just Where? had like zero. Where did you go to dinner? I didn't go. I ordered him. Uh, my, well, my knee was like, <laughs> he was like 60 bucks. It was the best McDonald's I ever had. It was, it was a Telly Taverna. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's really good. good. Yeah, Astoria, dude. Greek food in Astoria. Dude, Greek food is the top. Top notch. It's the it's the best. Story is the shit for Greek food, dude. That casino is funny though. It's like literally in the middle of fucking nowhere, and it's so nice. Oh, it's it's gorgeous. It's so nice. Yeah. The yeah. um, which Foxwoods and Mohegan Sun are right next to each other. I think Foxwoods is the nicer one. Have you been to both? I've only been to Mohegan Sun because of that competition. Yeah, dude. You go to Foxwoods. It's like right down the road. It's 15 minutes down yeah. the road. It is gorgeous. Really? It is. It's it's like a... I've never been to Vegas, but like a Vegas level casino. Oh, Vegas is... It's unbelievable. Dude. Unbelievable. Mohegan Sun feels like it's like a pretending to be a casino. It's yeah, like, I get that. It's I like get the, that they got like... It, it feels like Disney World was like, we're going to do a casino. Yeah. And then you go to Foxwoods. It's like, oh, this is a legit casino. I gambled at Foxwoods uh, once. I learned how to play... Um, craps my buddy taught me how to play craps, craps. The best dude my favorite it was so fun i made so much money the first night i made like well for me at the time i'm you know min minimum wage minimum uh pass bets. pass line yeah pass uh -huh. line bets i made like 200 bucks that first night right best. awesome yeah. so i was like at top of the world uh we next night play again i'm like and we played for like hours 
Because you can play for like three hours and not lose money. It's just like even, even, even. You go down 100, you go up 100. Dude, the next night, I play. I play for like two hours. I lost $450 Mm. playing next to. (laughs) The table next to us was uh, Joe Gatto from Impractical Jokers was playing craps also. Dude, they like cleared the whole table out. He's playing craps by himself because like they wouldn't let anybody else play at the table. And I'm like... This is a group game. How do you play by yourself? Yeah, that's kind of a shit move. It was like him and like all these security guards and just people watching him gamble. You should you should have been like, hey, I know I lost pretty much every rule. Was this a prank? Is this an prank? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, prank? <laughs> is Joe trying to make me look like an asshole? Can I have my money back? Joe's crapping out on sevens and he's just <laughs> like, ah, it's a joke. Check check the camera. Dude, then we, <laughs> we so then we ding the little fucking thumbs up comes on the, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on the screen. He's like fucking around with the pit boss. He's like, your wife's a whore. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, sir, there's a note. The only cameras here are ours, and you got to get the fuck out. <laughs> he's grabbing chips. He's like. Nah, nah, it's a bit. It's a bit. Nah, you're being pranked. It's like, sir, that's just robbery. What are you doing? Yeah, dude, you need community and craps. Right? It's exactly. the only way to play. Yeah. Dude, so then fast forward, six hours later, we ended up, it's like three in the morning, four in the morning. We go to a bar. Bar closes in Foxwoods. Closes. We go uh, walking out. I'm with all my college buddies. All of them go back to the house. My one buddy who taught me how to play, he goes, let's play, let's play a little more. Let's play like one more time. Yeah. Dude, we played from 3 a.m. to 6.30 in the morning. I went on like an $800, $900 run where oh, I was shit. down $400 and I left up 450 That's great. And That's we awesome. go back. We get back to the house at like 7 a.m. This guy was teaching us how to like bet. It's So you have the pass line bet and then you have the odds bet. You got to bet behind, odds. Yeah. You got to bet odds. Which I had no idea about. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you bet that. Dude, he was just like, put your chips here. Do this. Do this. Dude. Yeah, you win, awesome. you win triple. That's really how you awesome. make. That's really how you make your money is is playing the odds. I mean, like in buying numbers here and there. But I'm the person that right when I get up a little bit, I'm throwing out yo bets. I'm doing the like, let me get Dollar a yo, hard eight. The world, yeah. the Dollar world yo. bet. Yeah, yeah. I, so my uh, after after my after my dad died, he was a big gambler, like everybody else in my family. And me and my brother went to the casino like two days after he died, and we we're like, maybe maybe dad will give us some luck, you know. I get I get up to the crab table. I put five dollars on a yo bet. Roll it, smack it, hit the yo seventy five. I'm like, ah, he's got my back. Two hours later, I lost like six hundred bucks. <laughs> I was like, this motherfucker. That's so fucking funny. We were in a we were in Vegas. Uh, my buddy and I went to Vegas during the pandemic. We were driving to Austin, Texas, to go do some shows from L. A. And uh, we were in Vegas, and uh, we go to the the roulette table, and you know, we were going to Austin. The trip was not Vegas. We were just like, let's just stop. and Let's just yeah. take a detour to Vegas and we'll go to Austin tomorrow. Hell and yeah. so we're, I go, all right, dude, like I'm going to take 200 bucks. And if I, 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 whenever I go to gamble, the money's gone. Like as soon as I put it in my pocket, yeah. I'm like, that's I, how you have to think about it. I'm emotionally detached from this money. So if I lose it, I don't care. So I had 200, I lose it. I'm like, I'm good. I'm done. I get a Jameson bottle because Vegas is all open carry, like or open, not open carry, fucking um, <laughs> it's open <laughs> container. Yeah, it probably is open carry, but open Drinks container. So I'm drinking this Jameson bottle, but my buddy's still betting. He loses two hundred, and I go, "All right, dude, we're done. Let's just fucking go walk around the strip and just get fucked up." And he's like, "No, no, I got to keep going." And so he keeps going. He loses some more. I'm like, "Dude, come on, we got to go." He goes, "All right, I'm ready to go." Then he checks his phone. He goes, "Holy shit, my stimulus check just came in." 
$1,200. He goes, we're back, baby. Like oh, looks at the, he looks God. at the fucking uh, pit boss. Like Maurice, I'm back in the game playing roulette. Puts 1200 just on red right away. He's, he's like, I'm going to win it all back. We're done. Puts it on red. You know, obviously they have to check out how much money that is to like make sure it's like all good. Pit boss comes over. He proves it. He's like, it's all good. <laughs> he rolls on black. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> Holy I am, I am shit. such I'm such a fucking loser. Yeah. I, I can't <laughs> yeah. And, and and gambling is one of my biggest vices. Oh really? Oh my god. <sighs> I'm scared of gambling because I know I'll lose it all. I, I did comedy at this casino. I, I do it like every every other year. It's just this random casino in Maryland. And I go there. It's like the third time I go there. Every other time I went there, I lost everything that I made at the casino. Like I lost all the money that they paid me and wasn't that much money, but I, that was comic. We don't even have to pay him. He just yeah. gives, he's giving us his money yeah. to perform here. But it was like perfect because the one time I go there, I'm like, all right, this is awesome. Cause it was a Thursday night. I didn't get paid from like my day job that I was working at the time yet. I didn't get the direct deposit and they pay me a check. So I, there's nothing I can do. I can't even gamble. So I'm up in my room. I'm just fuck. I, I use my meal voucher they gave me. And I'm up in my room. I'm laying. I go to sleep. Same thing that happened to your boy. I wake up somehow at like one in the morning out of nowhere. Look at my phone and I'm like, see if that direct deposit came in. Direct deposit went down and lost it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. That's how it goes. Yeah, dude. That's big. like my uh, my buddies in college. Big horse guys. They love wow. the track. Like they the ponies. Because I went to Siena, so it's right yeah. near Saratoga. So they all live up in Saratoga. Dude, every time we're together, my one buddy Justin and my one buddy Steve, they're always, my buddy Justin in particular, he's always finding some race. He's like, oh, dude, no, there's a race in Europe right now. It, it's it's two in the morning where we are. And he's like, no, no, let's do a trifecta. Uh, you know, we'll stack. And I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? Right. So we always do it. He always sets it up perfectly. We have never won with him. It's honestly a running thing, uh, like a joke at this point, because we'll get together, we'll bet, he will leave the next day, and he'll win some absurd amount of money on Sunday. It happened. It's happened at least three times, where, dude, we had once, uh, I think it was for one of the Saratoga races. The pre, not not the Preakness. The uh, what? The, it's like the fourth race. Are you guys race guys? Horse a little racer? bit, but I've only been to the Belmont Stakes and of course Kentucky Derby. So it's like the, the one that happens Derby. after the Belmont. Uh -huh. It happens in Saratoga, and if like the the Triple Crown was four races, uh -huh. the fourth race would be Saratoga. Uh -huh. Whatever that race is, okay. Traverse maybe. I don't Traverse. Know. It's like a big weekend yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, Have yeah. you guys ever been to Saratoga? No, dude, yeah. you gotta go. It's, it's also cool. it's very cool. close to here. It's a it's cool like, town, dude. Belmont was fun. Belmont's great, but you go yeah. Saratoga in the summer during race, yeah. like track season. It's the best. It's so fun. Yeah. It's so much fucking fun. I mean, you you got to like almost know someone so you can stay at their house because it is outrageous. People leave. People literally rent their houses out that live next to the track. <laughs> they rent it for the summer and then they don't work for the year. And then that literally pays for their year's worth of bills. That's so It's like nice. four months in the summer. Yeah. But yeah, dude, I remember we were we were like away on a Saturday. We did all these like bets on the phone. None of them hit. You know, a couple hundred dollars each. We're losing. The next day, Justin goes to the track with one of our buddies in Saratoga. They're there. Dude, he hit for $10,000. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, but he doesn't even like, care. You got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah. He, does, he doesn't really care. He does About the 10000 He doesn't. Because he's already lost that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like he's already thinking That's about right. how to hit the next one. Right. Like, I don't like when people talk. Like, like I have friends now because gambling is so readily available on your phone with sports betting that think they're gamblers and they talk about gambling all the time. 
And I'm like, no, you're gambling with money that you have. Mm-hmm. That's not a gambler. No. A gambler is, you know, people that I grew up, I mean, my, my own father, who was, <laughs> who was like, hey, if the Jets don't cover six points, I can't pay rent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If Mark Sanchez doesn't fucking cover the spread, uh, we lose our house. <laughs> so... Hey. Christmas is going to be a little tight this year, yeah. and uh, you can thank Vinny Testaverde <laughs> yeah. for that shit. Dude, my, I didn't know. I, I understand totally where you're coming from, too, because <laughs> I live with uh, a few of my friends from, like, childhood right now in Jersey, and uh, they are they have crippling gambling addictions. Like, I, I didn't know what a gamble. I thought it was, oh, yeah, you're just on your phone, just gambling, you know, money that you have. My buddy, like, in this, uh, like, the beginning of this football season, I think, like, the Vikings... We're playing like, like the Jets or something, like some weird game. It was some stupid game, and uh, my buddy was like live betting it, mm-hmm. and then uh, you, I just hear him go, "Fuck!" And I go, <laughs> "Well, what happened?" And he goes, "My finger slipped. I pressed the wrong bet." I go, "What do you mean?" He goes, "Well, if the Vikings don't win this game, I just put eight hundred dollars to win fifty. Oh, eight hundred dollars oh. to win fifty dollars. Oh my god." He had to have won the bet. He though. won the Those bet. Those odds are too He high. won the bet, but it was just like $800 to win $50. Like, that's an addiction. Dude, you're, because shit, you're, shitting, your, you're shitting your pants at that point. But they love it. That's why you do it. Does he, but he, and he doesn't have that much money. No. Yeah. To be honest, though, I think that is that is a more reasonable bet because that's the one that's likely going to hit. 800 to win 50 The one The problem I have, I don't have the addiction, but I will be convinced. I will be convinced that my long shot will win and that my, you know, mm-hmm. oh, dude, if if this $100 bet wins, I'm going to win $50,000. Yeah. And I'm like already picturing what I'm going to do with the money. And <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, my God. I'm going to pay off all my credit cards. It's going to be unbelievable. You're calling women. You're like, Denise, you never said I'd be anything. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to fuck me tonight. It's like, fuck you, Miss Johnson. You're, you're, you said I'd be a garbage man. You're sending that girl Snapchat to your ass. and be like, say goodbye to this. This will be the last time you ever see this ass. Guess who's got $50,000. <laughs> See, me, I'm like... Guess who's got a yearly salary below (laughs) average? (laughs) I'm in the mean salary range for somebody that lives in Vermont. (laughs) Yeah. Dude, yeah, that that addiction's crazy. You got a a big vice? What's your vice? No, I really really don't. My vice is traveling. I'll spend money. (laughs) Put that on your fucking hinge profile. No, no, no. no. That's so gay. No, no, no. No, like... I know it doesn't sound dude, like a vice. Dude, dude, is that on your hidden profile? Dude, you guys, no, no. Okay, you guys are making it sound. You, guys are, you guys are killing kitchen me. doilies. You guys are killing me. You guys are killing me. No, no, no. <laughs> How many times does it say that on different plaques around your apartment? You guys. Oh, dude, every time I see a Russian nesting I, doll, I just have to get I it. I hate you guys. I Why did I come on this podcast? I love you for <laughs> Dude, I'm always traveling, man. It's like below my knees. You know what I mean? That is like, okay. Yeah, I've, I've, no, I've seen you tell some stories about traveling. Uh, though you, you went, you ran with the Bulls, didn't you? Yeah, this summer. Dude, that is fucking crazy. But, that's crazy. But what's that's, that mean? Uh, ran with the Bulls. Like it's a festival in Pamplona. It's like you never heard of long, that? It's like a week long festival in Pamplona where, like, uh, for seven days, like the town gets up at like the crack of dawn and at eight a.m. on the dot, a gun goes off and then you just run 
with like 12 large bulls. Oh, I've you. seen that on TV. Yeah. yeah. It's very you, dangerous. You did that? Shit? I did it. Yeah. We did an opening. We did the opening ceremony. Yeah. Oh, how? how yeah. I mean, what? Uh, uh, dude, so one, why would you decide to do that? And then, like, I don't even know how you would do that. I, it sounds like such a like a almost like a pretend thing. So I've always wanted to do it since high school. Like I remember seeing like yeah. fucking videos, and I'm like, oh, one day, like we should fucking do this. And I, I have a close group of friends back home. Like, and I know this is gonna sound crazy too, but I have like a close group of like 20 best friends. Yeah, like we yeah. have been childhood like just tight as shit you know of course within the group there are people who are tighter with each other than mm-hmm. others but like the group like my, i'll show you my group chat after this like it's literally 20 people Damn. and uh you know we talk every, all the time we've been traveling together since like uh since college like we started taking trips like it started with like amsterdam and dublin for saint patty's day then you know that turned into mykonos like in august that year and then uh, after college, we went to Oktoberfest. We did Budapest. We did Prague. We did Jesus. Paris. We did um, Amsterdam again, Ireland again. Um, and then, yeah, so then this was like the big trip because uh, one of our buddies passed away uh, in 2021. Um, and uh, Is he still in the group chat? Huh? No. Is he still? No, in no. The... We had to take him out because like we were we just <sighs> started tough. we just started roasting him for like dying. <laughs> <laughs> and and then like one of our buddies hits us up and he goes, dude, like his sister like still has his phone. On. <laughs> <laughs> take him off the bill. And we're like, dude, fuck. Like, and one of our buddies knows the password and he's like, dude, she's hitting me up for the password. I was like, do not give her the password. <laughs> like, uh, his phone just keeps dinging, dude. So so like. Fucking, uh, our last trip that we planned out was that was with him. It was me, him, and then like another one of our buddies. We we planned it all out. We were like, okay, let's go back to Greece because like that was our paradise. Yeah. So like, we got to go back to Greece. We got to hit Ibiza because like we've never been to Ibiza. And then we were like, let's go running with the bulls. Like that'll be like the big thing. And so he dies. And then after that, we're like, well, we gotta we gotta do the trip. Like he wanted us to do this yeah. trip. Like this is the last like, yeah the last trip he would have went on. So. Planned it out. We ended up going uh, fucking, it's in Pamplona, Spain, which is like three hours by train outside of Barcelona. Uh, this fucking old city where like no one speaks English. And for one week, it just turns into fucking chaos. Like, and That's so cool. going back to that whole thing where I said traveling's like my vice. Like I travel below my means because like when I go away, I'm like, I'm looking for like the cheapest shit yeah. possible to like cheapest places to stay in. I picked a hostel for all of us. Like all my friends like, Brandon, like you booked the hostel. I'm like, all right, cool. Booked a 30 person mixed dorm host <laughs> <laughs> like literally like at a camp a campsite oh that we sounds sh- so bad dude we show up it's just a bunch of australian hippies running the fucking thing and oh. we get in there and it's like us and then like a bunch of australian like kids that are like 20 like they're like 20 21 yeah. and then like like six girls that are deaf they're deaf <laughs> like straight up like deaf which is wild and well like that is not. Did, okay. did you just did you just say that because they wouldn't fuck you or pay Dude, attention no, to your flirting? No, they were the horniest people. <laughs> Every time in I walked the room, up. they were the horniest people in the room. Dude, it was kind of nuts. <laughs> Wait, how do you know they were horny, dude? Because uh, at the hostel, like it's one of these like it's called Stoke Travel. You can look this up. Okay, I mean, it's all just like. It's all meant for like people who are trying to party while traveling around the world. That's right? that's kind of the ideal way to travel, right? So you show up and it's open bar. Uh, for the whole time you're there. 
So it's like people are already like as soon as you get there, they're like, Oh, what's what's up, mate? Welcome to Asia. <laughs> Chug this sangria that we're all chugging. And you're like, I don't even care. What's mono in Spain? That doesn't fucking exist. And you know, you're just fucking hanging out. There's like a wheel you could spin, like um, like by like their their DJ stage and like on the wheel, it's like kiss a stranger and like Dude, these deaf girls Pretty kept spinning this fucking wheel. <laughs> and then they would like, you know, like you rig a wheel to like land on whatever you yeah, wanted. Yeah. They would land it on Kiss a Stranger. And then the deaf girls would be like, oh, because like that's all they can say. Yeah. But they're doing like this shit. But they're like, oh, like you got to you know. And I'm like, I'll kiss a fucking deaf girl. So I kissed one of them. That's great. Yeah, dude. One of them had night terrors. One of them had night terrors. I shit you not. In the middle of the night, I don't want. I've done the voice on a podcast, but I know one day it's gonna come back to bite me. I mean, me you gotta ass. do it now, dude. Our, our, our listeners would be furious if you dude, didn't do it. Thirty people mixed dorm. We're all in <laughs> bunk Jesus beds, Christ. right? I'm ass to ass with some dude from Australia. My buddy is above me, and then I got my other buddies next to me, dude. All we hear pitch dark at night we're getting ready to run with the bulls in like three hours we're all like drunk as shit like you know we've been drinking all day all we hear is like i'm like oh my god is she having a fucking nightmare we're like, oh my god, who's gonna wake her yeah because you have to go over there to wake her up but you can't you can't like wake them up because like they'll fucking during a night terror. You ever seen Step Brothers? Where, like, oh yeah, 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 Sleepwalk. Yeah. You wake them up, they fucking fight you. Oh so we just had to wait God. for it to just stop. Did it happen for a while, dude? It happened for like ten minutes. It was like periodically we would go <laughs> Too quiet, long. but we were crying. I mean, like, I, and then all my friends are like, "Dude, we got to get out of here." And I'm like, "No, this is what we paid for. Like, this yeah. is worth the money." I mean, to be fair, to be fair, it is mean, but even if you're laughing. It's they can't funny. tell. I mean, I kissed they her. They can't hear I, you. I did either. kiss her. So oh, I was like, that's, was, my, that's my baby girl. That's, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, dude. Wait, she was the one you kissed? Yeah, of that's course. Awesome. Why would? Because that's dude. what life does. You, you know her, what I mean? And then she had night terrors <laughs> <laughs> immediately after. <laughs> Not How do you know there were night terrors? She might have just been dreaming about getting fucked by you. And yeah, that's, that's her, probably what it was. That's I was giving it to her. A little too good. Just drilling her. Drilling Helen Keller in the fucking hospital. Hey, you know what I will say? You're right. That is going to cancel you one day. Yeah, of course. That noise. Yeah. All right, come on. It's Troublemakers. That's the name of the pod. We're not true, trying. dude. That's it's true. Causing a stir up here. But yeah, anyway. The uh, my mom does listen, but you know, other than that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't know. The fucking festival is crazy, though. You wake up at like fucking five, and then uh, you go to the, the town square. They have it like, they have the track like set up, just wooden and metal barricades just all along like uh, the streets. Nice. It's like, a, it's a half mile in total. Um starting at the beginning of the town and then like running through all the way to this mini Coliseum that they have in like the city mm-hmm. and uh, picture like the Roman Coliseum, just like smaller and it holds like maybe 3000 people. Okay. And it's packed. Like that place is sold out. Like people get there like five, you pay like 150 bucks for a ticket and you wait for the runners to get in. And then that's kind of like when all like the crazy celebrations begin. Mm-hmm. Uh but from five to eight, you're kind of just like walking the track, kind of like because you can start at any point in the track, like wherever you want. And yeah. we met this coincidentally, we met this guy, and uh, he's like, "Hey, it's your first time." We were like, "Yeah." We're like, what about you? He goes, "I've been running for like the last like five years," and we were like, "Oh, like why?" And <laughs> so, <laughs> was he from like, Spain or he speak English? Uh, no, he was totally English, like oh, totally like awesome. American. Yeah. Oh, okay, and uh, 
So we're like, why? And going back to like the whole gambling addiction thing, it's just like, he's like, well, I, you know, I just love the adrenaline rush. He's like, and each year I do it, I try to get closer and closer to the bulls so that I can run with the bulls. And we were like, you're going to like die. You know what I mean? Like that's, death is next for you. (laughs) And so we're like, all right, sweet. So we're like, what do you, what's your advice for like first timers? He goes, oh, okay. Um, If I were you, I'd start after Dead Man's Corner. And we were like, what's that? And he goes, okay, so the run kind of starts like a straight fucking bullet line, right? And then it's slight, it's like a slight left, and then it's a straight B line uh, to this wall, and then it's a straight 90-degree angle. Like, so every bull and person that's running after, like, the slight left Mm -hmm. is beelining it towards this wall. The people kind of, like, slip a little bit, but the bulls slide, Oh shit! Because they can't make that right, they can't make that right turn as yeah. sharply as yeah. like a person could. So they all slide, and whoever's there just gets crushed, and Ooh. that's why they call it Dead Man's Corner. Wow. Do but people like, die? Yeah. Oh, dude! After I found out there was a part of it called Dead Man's Corner, I'd be like, I'll just go grab a coffee, yeah. <laughs> over, dude. So we're like, okay, like Dead Man's Corner, and we're like, why Dead Man's Corner? So he's like, okay, so after the bulls slam into the wall, they're at their like least momentum. They're like still trying to gain yeah. momentum. So when they're running past you, they're not running at their fastest. And we were like, all right, sweet. And uh, we were like, any other tips? He goes, so you're wearing all white. That's like the that's like the uniform, mm-hmm. I guess. And then uh, you're wearing like a like a sash. There's like a like a belt sash thing. Mm-hmm. It's red. And then you're wearing a red scarf. And uh, he was like, we were like, what else? Like other advice do you have? He goes, let me see your scarf. And then he like pulled on it. And he's like, this isn't good because like it didn't come undone. And oh. I was like, I was like, why? And he goes, okay, so here's the thing. The bulls aren't really what you got to worry about. It's the people. Because you got to think, this is like end of the world. Like, this is the closest you're going to get to, like, the end of the world happening in front of your face. And people are just going to be grabbing onto people at all times. Because, like, if it's not them, it's going to be you. So, he's like, if I grab onto your scarf, I can drag you down. Oh, shit. So, he's like, you got to learn how to tie slip knots. We're like, how do you fucking tie that? And so, he showed us how to tie slip knots. He's like, this is perfect. And then uh, we were like, all right, cool. Any other advice? And he goes, yeah, don't. He goes, how many, uh, how many of you are there? And we're like, well, there's nine. And he goes, okay, uh, don't run together. And we were like, why? And he goes, well, if you're running next to a fucking person you love and it's between you and him, you're going to want to <laughs> shove the person. <laughs> so he's like, you need to get next to random people. And I was like, okay. And, uh, and Yo. Yeah, so he's like, all right, so you're going to hear the first gunshot. At eight o'clock, uh, at like seven fifty nine or something like that, and then after that, it's gonna be like a minute. You have a minute to get in your position, and then the second gunshot means the bulls are loose. You're gonna have at least. He goes, the run is quick. It's like fifteen seconds. Holy shit! Because the bulls are fucking yeah. booking it, and so he's like, you're gonna have like fifteen seconds to kind of like get your shit together. Once you feel the ground start to rumble and you see those bulls hit that fucking corner, you start booking it. Oh, dude! So first gunshot goes off. I'm like. Oh fuck! Like, <laughs> I can't imagine, dude. I cannot imagine the fucking uh, like the nerves, the adrenaline building up dude, in that moment. Because the whole morning, from like five to eight, you're just like chilling. You're just in the town, like just hanging out on like a wooden barricade, like with everybody else that's running. You're talking to other people from like different countries, like where are you from? Like people in Spain don't run. Like it's literally ju- like people from Spain don't run. It's like only oh, tourists. That's so funny. Yeah, like and people like on their balconies. Like it's got to be the coolest. Like from another perspective, it's got to be the coolest tailgate in the world because like people on their balconies are just having the time of their lives. That's what I would do. Yeah. That's oh yeah. Do. And people are throwing sangria at you. Like it's a fucking thing. That's unbelievable. And so. 
so like people like like uh like picture like the streets in New York like delis like putting up like metal barricades in front of their like doors <laughs> yeah. and then the owners like peering over so like you're in the fucking like like street which is the track and you're looking up and these people are like why are you doing this <laughs> <laughs> and you're like I don't know come on it's fun and so uh first gunshot goes off and I'm like oh shit like the whole like crowd goes crazy like everybody's like oh then we're like all right I like started to run off instinct. My buddy's like, dude, it's not even starting. And like, I slipped. I was oh, like, oh my no. God, I already hurt my knee. No goals even came. I was like, dude, I'm just so nervous. And he goes, dude, don't worry about it. Like, we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. And we're like, okay. And we start like, you know, like jumping up, like just like getting in our position. And then uh, second gunshot goes off. And then the whole like town just erupts. Like everybody's like, whoa. And then like you hear like a, like you feel like it's, a, I've lived in California for three years. I've never felt an earthquake. This is a close, dude. The ground started rumbling. Oh Shit. my god! And then you just hear, but like it gets a little quiet. Like, but then you hear like a oh, and then you see the bulls like slam into the wall, and the whole crowd goes oh, oh and god, you're like dude. Jesus, <laughs> and then you just start booking it. And then what happens is, once you feel like the bulls like getting closer to you, you break and you go to like the side of the street and you find a doorway. And so it's kind of like musical chairs. Oh, so okay. you get into this doorway and you're like with like a bunch of other people. But like there's people like coming up to the doorway like, let me in, let me in. You're like, no, dude, keep running, keep running. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Jesus, you know what I mean? And then, um, yeah, so like I'm five yards away from this bowl. Like I'm like, if he turns right, like we're dead. Yeah. You know, they keep, but they keep running past because they're following like one big bowl that like. It leads the pack, I guess. Mm -hmm. And you run into the Coliseum, and then they wrangle all... Because uh, after that six, that first pack of six comes, uh, in the third leg of the run, they release another pack of six. But you only get that yeah. pack. You only run with that pack if you started at the beginning. That's kind of okay. how it goes. That's why you want to start at Dead Man's Corner, because you only get six. Mm. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's yeah, like yeah. you don't get like the full experience, but yeah. like it is enough. It's like running a half marathon. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's enough. Dude, a half mile is yeah, and it's only like it's a quick fucking. They're Dude. they're running a quarter mile in fifteen seconds. Like, do you, do you think yeah. you've ever run faster? Dude, I was in Converse. I was hungover. I'm like, <laughs> this is the worst. I've I've I. But you're not even thinking about your breath. Like, That's what I mean. Just, yeah, you're just fucking booking it, life or death. Yeah, and That's, cops. Yeah. The cops are on the street, like yelling. They're like, "Keep running, pussy." <laughs> 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 like all right, uh, get into the coliseum. They wrangle all twelve bulls, and then uh, they release uh, six baby bulls one by one with capped horns. And those are the bulls oh. like people fuck with. Like it's good luck to like slap it on the ass, and you just watch like all the runners kind of so like funny. shift wherever the bull is going. Yeah, but the crowd is like egging the bull on to fucking fuck you up. <laughs> so it's like gladiator, dude. You're watching people get like bucked. While there's a commentator in the Coliseum, like That's you hear so the commentator funny. like live and he's like talking in Spanish, like blah, 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 blah. and while he's talking and people are Spanish. Dude, yeah, yeah, dude. That was that pretty was good. Really yeah. good. Dude, my Panamanian father would be so proud. And so <laughs> while people are like getting bucked, like this guy's like commentating on everything. He's like, ooh. <laughs> And he's playing the biggest hits of, like, today. So, like, people are getting bucked up to, like, Bad Bunny. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's so fun. Yeah. Did you guys go in the Coliseum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as soon as I got in the Coliseum, I'll show you videos after. Yeah. As soon as I got in the Coliseum, like, I literally, like, you can, like, my friends and I, we were like, all right, when you get in the Coliseum, there's two TVs, apparently. Mm -hmm. And we were like, we're just going to break to the left. And that's how we'll find each other. Okay. And, like, meet up. And uh, I just stayed on the side. You can stay on the side. You're not safe. Like, the bull still comes near you, but, yeah. like, you're safer than, like, being in the dirt. And I was just like, I'm not going to cheat 
death twice. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm not going to go slap a bull on the ass. Right, right. After I just literally watched six bulls run past me. Dude, yeah. So people are getting, like, fucked up in the streets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody got gored on... uh, on our day, so they drop the newspaper drops with all the casualties uh, afterwards, and uh, oh my god, yeah, nobody got gored. It was on like BBC News. The BBC News like covers the whole thing, and it, no one, uh, no one got gored on the first day, which was pretty cool. But then uh, we were already gone from Pamplona by the time this happened. I think like the fifth run, there was like three gorings, and one guy was actually from our hometown. No, yeah, oh, Fort wow. Lauderdale, yeah, and he really he posted a video of it on like Twitter. And it went, like, viral, obviously. He was, like, covered by the whole, like, news in Florida and everything. And his whole, like, calf was just ripped to shreds by a horn. Like, oh. fucked up his nuts and, like, his calf oh. was just, yeah. Now it makes sense. I, 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 I just put it together that you're from Florida. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to look couples. up the uh, yearly average. Yeah. Of, so uh, so, there's so th- this is the crazy thing, right? So you only, uh, they only report the casualties as they happen in the Coliseum. So anybody who gets gored outside of the Coliseum or dies, if you don't die in the Coliseum, it doesn't count. It doesn't count. So you're only hearing about the casualties that happen in the Coliseum. That makes sense because this one website right here says that since 1910, when they started keeping records, only 16 people have died. Yeah, it's way more. So that must be only in the Coliseum with those like capped baby bulls. Yes. Did you see anyone get crushed when they came around? Yeah, Dead we watched the corner. It. We literally were like, "Hold, hold, hold!" See this guy just get absolutely smacked. Which you can look up on, on you can look up all the runs like every day on YouTube, oh like by date. God. You can see this guy just get absolutely crushed, and we're just like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did he die? No, no, I think he was fine. I mean, that's that's like we're talking two thousand pounds. These bulls are probably. It's like getting hit. Pinned by a car. A car. Yeah. A car pinning you into the wall. Yeah. Did this did this start with their government? Like, hey, we gotta do something about this overpopulation <laughs> issue. Does anybody have any suggestions? Well, it's a it's a feast. It's a uh it's a it's called the uh, the feast of Saint Fer- Saint Fermin. Oh, it's a religious the, thing. Yeah, it's called Feast of and they call it San Fermin. That's like how they pronounce oh, the guy's name. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like uh it's like a they sacrifice these bulls for like this saint. Oh, do they they saint kill them after? Oh, Brute. I'll show you videos of that, <laughs> dude. So it was unexpected. So every so this is crazy. So Brutally. every every bull that they kill every day, or every bull that runs every day, gets killed later on that night. So you run in the morning. That's eight. So by, mind you, you're running. It's eight in the morning. The run ends by like everything. By the time you leave the Coliseum, it's like eight thirty. That's crazy. So it's like a thirty minute thing. The yeah, run yeah. is like twenty seconds. Everything else after that, the Coliseum, you're in there for like twenty minutes. It's like the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. yeah. Very quick. <laughs> exactly the same. Yeah. Except, except they the same. don't except, brutally except, murder the horses after. Yeah. Oh, unless the All horse, right. unless the horse breaks a leg. Who wants yeah. horse burgers? Let's go. But uh, but then yeah, then you uh, so you leave the Coliseum and then uh, there's scalpers outside selling tickets to the uh, the bull the Toro ceremony, uh, the Matador ceremony, whatever. And you pay like eighty bucks, and then you come back later on. Like I think it's like five thirty, oh. six o'clock. And then one by one, 12 bulls just get fucking brutally murdered by this matador. Holy shit. It's like a whole thing, dude. And in the col- in that same coliseum. Dude, it's wild. They, they send them. You guys went? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. It's pretty, it's insane, dude. They, they have these bulls like already coming out fucked up with, it's honestly, like I get animal rights activists <laughs> after yeah. I saw this. I was like, this is fucked. Like these bulls are coming out, dude. And they have like six, like 
huge steaks just in their oh, back already. God. And then the guy's waiting with like one like last one. And there's like a famous matador there that like they love. He's got like an eye patch because like one year a bull struck his eye. <laughs> And I he's like the that. he's like the best I matador. That, it's like dude. the LeBron James of matador. <laughs> just the like, LeBron James. They're of like murdering animals. They're like, oh, you don't know Jose? Where are you from? You this, know what I mean? This like, doesn't <laughs> sound. None of this sounds dude, real, dude. I will show so you crazy. all of this. It's like fucking wild. And yeah, you just watch the matador. Just like fucking. It's like his time to shine. Like he's waited all year for this. Like there was a matador like on his knees, like still fucking with the bull. And then he just. It's basically like he tires out the bull to the point. Where, like, you know, until he puts enough stakes in the bowl to, like, take the last dagger and just kill it. Oh, my we, we God. Could, we could cut this out in post, but did any part of you enjoy it? I mean, yeah, it's electric. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, I you're, imagine. You're dude. watching You're watching this bowl. Like, you, like this guy stabs the bowl. And you're just like, <gasps> like the whole crowd is <laughs> just like, yes, yes. It's like watching LeBron like come back in overtime. Yeah. Like you, you know what I mean? <laughs> he just won in a game seven. Yeah, dude. Oh God, dude. Was yeah. he doing like moves? Yeah. I'll oh, show you the video. Cool. He like it's jukes him out and stuff, right? And like Yeah, they juke him the out. Bulls like chase him ish. Yeah, he's got like, his little fucking his like curtain. It's not red, it's like pink. Mm -hmm. And then like the bulls like like cartoonish. Like, dude, like like doing the foot thing. You know, That's like ready so to kill him, funny. and then comes running through, and he like does this, and he's like "Ole!" and then everybody's like "Woo!" and he just does that for like I don't know, like five wow. minutes for each bowl, and then just like, like stabs him right between the eyes. Oh my god! Yeah, That's insane. Yeah, and then you, and then you just party the whole night, and you're just like you're meeting random people, and people are streaking. You just, you, it's the coolest like it's the coolest celebration because you get to watch people who cheated death celebrate not like what they would do if they didn't die you i have to I mean? imagine i was gonna say i can't imagine the like the high that you guys are on then for the rest of the day the rest of the trip yeah. like probably insane i mean i watched a guy just take his whole clothes off at our hostel like <laughs> we threw like a party like, they throw a party afterwards yeah. like every day and uh, it's all open bar like open sangria like whatever you fuck you want so you're just like pouring your own shit all day and then this kid just like he was like fuck it i'm just gonna take off all my clothes he took off all his clothes and everybody's like why are you taking off all your clothes and he goes I fucking survived. He's <laughs> <laughs> from Australia or whatever. Did you see your girl I'm never again? Wearing when clothes you went back? again. Huh? Did you see your girl again? Dude, of course. Smooched her right on the face. I was like, I love you, baby. She was like, Ooh. <laughs> 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 Yeah, so whatever. We're already is that, there, right? Is yeah. that the best uh, what's the best trip you've ever taken? Uh is that up there? That's probably the best so far. Cause after that, I mean, we ran with the bulls. And then uh, some of my friends ran again the next morning. I didn't. I was like, I'm not getting out of Once is enough, year. dude. I, I'm like, I'm Once done. is yeah. enough. Some of my friends ran again the next morning. And then uh, right after that, we had to hop on a flight to Ibiza. And then we went to Ibiza, literally. So in the morning, ran with the bulls and then flew to Ibiza and then uh, dropped 10 grand on uh, a table at Calvin Harris, so like the number two club in the world. And uh, fucking just what had no business being there. What a nightmare. I'm in like H&M clothing, just like... <laughs> Dude, Sharon. to go to one of those clubs, you're wearing like ten thousand dollar t shirts. Yeah. You know, watches we that are a hundred grand. Dude, we did not belong there. My buddy you still got deaf girl pussy juice on yeah, your fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and dude, and you're just with like the hottest like waitresses in the world, and they're telling you like, so here's how it goes. You guys are all in, obviously, your VIP table. But any girls you want to bring, just bring them to the hostess stand, and like, you can, you know, 
you can bring as many That's as you great. want. So I was just running around the fucking club, like just getting every girl I could to be like, come on, we got VIP. And they're like, hell yeah. So we're, we're just throwing this big party in our VIP. Like, you know, while you're literally on the beach, it's like an outdoor, it's called Ushuaia. You look this up, it's a fucking Ushuaia. Crazy, yeah, it's a crazy club. And uh, yeah, and then uh, yeah, afterwards, uh, a few of my friends went to the, the number one club in the world. Like uh, it's called High Ibiza. And uh, like, this place is, Ibiza is crazy. Like, you go in there, you go into this club, and then, like, you go to the bathroom. The bathroom is another club. <laughs> you can look this up. You can look up Idris Elba, Idris Elba uh, bathroom set yeah. at High Ibiza. Dude, people are coming out of taking, they're taking shits. <laughs> Imagine taking a shit, and then you walk out, and Idris Elba's just there. With, like, a crowd of, around Jesus. him. Just, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just playing the hits, and everybody's like, I just fucking shit my pants. Like, yeah. I shit next to the guy from The Wire. Yo, as a shy shitter, that would be my nightmare. Dude, I couldn't go. Dude, especially, like, most people are on ecstasy. Like, it's just fucking, it's wild. Yeah, my buddy was in there, and he had to go to the bathroom so bad, but he didn't want to, like, leave the set. Like, he yeah, Because yeah, yeah. it's so yeah. packed. He's like, if I leave my spot, I'm going to never come back. So he just, peed, he just peed his pants. He's like, I couldn't. He's like, I couldn't. He's like, I didn't want to miss this. Uh, that's dedication dude i went to a bar recently in new york and it was a it was one of those like men's rooms that had a toilet and a urinal but like there's no blockage between the two so it's like if you're taking a shit you want to be in there by yourself right and i open the door and it's a dude taking a shit and i do the whoop and he's like no you're good (laughs) (laughs) and i said said, hey man this isn't for you (laughs) it's for me that i don't want to take a piss next to a stranger <laughs> shitting he's like i don't care at all you're cool man <laughs> he's like where you been where are you from he's like where? oh nice to meet you he's like where that, you got a warsaw nose <laughs> <laughs> you got a nice little warsaw nose what are you polish i know you brother call back <laughs> brothers <laughs> i did that. I, I walked into a guy in a uh, it was like a sunoco gas station i was on the road and it was one of the outdoor ones yeah so i just walk over and i i pull it and it was just open it wasn't even locked and just some like Dude sitting in there and he's like, oh, I'm going. And I was like, all right. And I like shut the door. I was like, whoops. <laughs> so I'm like walking back and I'm just pumping my gas waiting for him to be done. And he comes out and he goes, hey, brother, don't worry about it, man. I, I was locked up for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, man, just say the bathroom's vacant. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good. you're good now. Yeah. You can go use it. <laughs> hey, School I, shooter, 85. Yeah. I could tell by the face tattoo. You know, I didn't need the explanation. Dude, you want to hear something crazy? Uh, I used to work for the DA's office, right? And my first year. Narc. I know, dude. Troublemakers. Uh, My first year there, they took us on a a tour of the jail. And like, dude, it was so weird. It was weird from the start because there's like 20 of us in this new class. We're all right out of law school, right? And we're going on this tour and we're all in like suits. And, you know, men and women touring the men's jail, like the Bill Ricca House of Corrections in Massachusetts. And we go on this tour. And I remember being uncomfortable because we're just walking around and they're taking us around. And then we go into like, we see all the cells and stuff. And uh, then we go into like the gen pop area where it's like all bunks and everything. And I remember we walk in and the warden who's giving us a tour is like, okay, yeah, this is the, you know, this is the area. And dude, it was so weird, man. There's literally just like a hundred dudes just like looking at us like, who the fuck are these guys? (laughs) What are they doing here? (laughs) And they're all just like half naked, like shirt. And I'm just like, this is so uncomfortable for me. I look over to my left and there's just a dude shitting. (laughs) Just like looking at us being like, he's just sitting there shitting. 
and like making eye contact. And I was like, I got to get the fuck out of here, dude. What are we doing here? Yo, that's powerful. He owned so dude. powerful, dude. Honestly, the weirdest part, though, I remember I, I left that jail. Because the guy sold us so hard on it. He's like, yeah, you know, we got a culinary program here. You can, like, he was selling us on the jail. Yeah. I was like, dude, honestly, I left and I was like, going to jail doesn't sound yeah. too bad. Yeah. Like, I'm if I could go in. Stab somebody. And yeah. leave <laughs> with my culinary degree, that sounds pretty good. That sounds pretty nice. What's your 10-year plan? I'm going to stab somebody, and then I'm going to get my culinary degree. I'll be out of here in no time. I was going to drop about 50 grand on the Culinary Institute, but instead, <laughs> I'm going to steal about 50 grand and get my degree. The Anthony Bourdain of Massachusetts Penitentiary. <laughs> it, was, it was wild. I, remember, I still think about that, and I'm like, this is so insane. That's so true. Why has man versus food never went to that correctional facility? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, go have the chili. Oh, have you ever been arrested? No, never. Closest I've pretty good. I've come close. Okay, a couple times. Uh, actually, a few. Yeah, a few times. Fake ID, of course. South Carolina. It's not bad. Yeah, yeah, that was stupid. Did and you then, do the uh, made fake ID or like use somebody else's? No, I had a legit fake ID yeah, that I, my buddy and I went in on fifty bucks to get two each, and then uh, it was from South Carolina. It looks so bad, but I went to Florida State, so it was like you could have anything, yeah. and you would be fine. And so, but I was in South Carolina, coincidentally, I was in South Carolina for the Clemson FSU game with a bunch of buddies and we went out to this ale house and I gave my ID to the guy, not even thinking anything of it. The guy takes it, just hands it to a cop. <sighs> and then I didn't even see the cop sitting there. Otherwise I wouldn't have even tried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cop just looks at me, he takes me outside. He's just like, this is the worst idea I've ever seen. <laughs> But also, what a what a bitch that dude was for handing it to me. I know, but I mean, they could lose That's their liquor so license. Funny. So I get it. But like, you know, he ends the cops like, this is the worst idea I've ever seen. And I go, yeah. He goes, <laughs> he goes, how much did you pay? I go, 50 bucks. He goes, all right. I don't feel like doing paperwork tonight. He goes, I just don't want to see you again. And I'm taking this. He goes, Dude, that's so ID, lucky. Yeah. yeah. That's so lucky. I remember I got super comp. I had one. I had a fake. It was a fake New York. And it was, it was terrible. Yeah. It was like cardboard. But it scanned. So oh, like yeah, when yeah, people yeah. put it in, it's scanned. So I remember I used to get so cocky with it. Yeah. I, I remember being on Long Island, buying beer, and by my parents' house. Yeah. And this guy was like, dude, this is fake. I'm not going to sell to you. I go, scan it. it. Scan it. It's real. It's it's the old one. I haven't gotten it. And I look like 19. Yeah. I look like 16. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm like 20 at the time. So he scans it, and he starts apologizing. He's like, I'm sorry, man. You know, I just, it doesn't look real. I go, yeah. Apology accepted. <laughs> like such a piece of shit, dude. You, you are such an entitled fuck. It just flows through your veins that you're just like, no, no, it's fine. You know, I might still talk to your manager, but I, I just don't know. I was like, Dylan hey. sent an email. Yeah, we all make mistakes. I get it. You're, you're like, you're like stretching this, the truth for no reason. You're like, ah, you're like, ah, you know, I own a liquor store as well, and this happens all the time. So I get it. I get you're trying to do your job, and no, no one's trying to shut this place down. But you know, treat me with a little respect. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, that, yeah, fake IDs. I remember uh, I had a fake ID that scanned, but it wasn't when you scanned it. It wasn't uh, my name. It just said Kiera Knightley. <laughs> it was programmed to say Kiera Knightley, 21. That's so yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. so funny. Oh, that couldn't be helpful. <laughs> it wasn't at all. I remember, uh, I, well, it was FSU, so no one. It was my first fake. No one. It wasn't South Carolina. It, wasn't, it was an actual Florida one, and uh, I paid a lot of money for this one. It was like 150 and then uh, I went to a bar, 
And it was like the one bar in Tallahassee where like they were like, you could get it taken away. Like it yeah. could happen. But like yeah. most of the time it doesn't. And I gave it to this this big bouncer and he just looks at it, he goes, he goes, All right, you have two options. One, I give it back to you, you get the fuck out of here. Two, if I crumble it up and it the laminate breaks, I get to keep it. And I was like, Yeah, crumble it up. <laughs> Dude, just in his hands, just crumbles. You just like all the laminate just crinkles and he just goes, taking it, buddy. <laughs> like, ah. Hey, listen, that's a good gamble. Hate that's a gamble, it. dude. I had to, dude. I had to. That's a gamble. The best thing about going to WVU is there were a lot of the bars that were 18 and up. Yeah. But they served alcohol. So if you went in there at 18 if uh, and then like somebody that was 21, they would just give them a wristband. Yeah. And you would either have them buy you drinks just a random stranger be like, hey, I'll buy you a drink if you buy me if you pay for this. Or you would buy their wristband off them when they were leaving. Right. Or some of them were cool enough. And th- this is what I started doing when I was 21, is I would just break it at the fucking exit and just drop it on the ground. Oh, you would leave it for people. Yeah, oh, that's somebody, nice if somebody wanted oh, it. Oh, that's nice. I knew people that had like jars of bands and then they would go to like the bar, like leave, like to see where like what the color was. Oh, that's awesome! And then they would just put that color on for that night. That's so smart. huge. That's yeah. smart. There was a there was one night where like again it's probably the same thing at W WVU like crazy party school right so it's like you know you know everybody working at the bar and so you get to a point where you're like a junior and you're like I don't give a shit like I'm just gonna I own this place yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, there was a thing called uh, it was like a like if you were in the bar scene like if you worked in the bar scene you got uh, automatic free access to like every bar it was called like it that's was like, awesome it was like uh, VIP spots you got VIP spots and so uh, it's winter break everybody's like gone. You know, it's like that last, whoever's left is just like who hasn't left yet to go mm-hmm, back home. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like me and like three buddies. And uh, we we go to this, we go to this bar that like we basically run. Like my buddy owns the bar pretty much. Yeah. I played hockey with the guy who owns the bar. And uh, I walk in and uh, the, the lady at the front, she looks and she goes, uh, uh, can I have your idea? I go, no, 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 I'm on the VIP list. And she goes, what's your name? And I go, Austin Laban. And she goes, I know Austin LeBron. <laughs> she, goes, she goes, you're not him. And I go, well, he's not here. He just went home. Just, Come on, let me in. I don't want to pay the cover. I didn't want to pay $15 to get it. And she goes, she goes, all right, I'll let you in. And so she, I get in. Well, I get in. I get in. And my buddy, my buddy Daniel, he's behind me. And uh, she goes, all right, uh, $15 cover. He goes, no, no, no. I'm VIP list too. And she goes, what's your name? He goes. Austin LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she just goes, come on. Like, you're, come on, you're killing me. And he's just like, come what? Like, it's winter break. You know? And she goes, all right, all right, fine. Like, fuck you. Get in there. You know. So he comes in, and then our buddy Billy, who's actually getting married this weekend, he uh, he gets he you know, he gets up to her, and she goes, all right, no tricks. And he goes, I'm Austin LeBron. <laughs> you got it. She goes, all right, assholes. Yeah, I'd yeah, like it if Austin so actually funny. finally came and she was like, nah, 15 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Austin, fucking, I just wasted $45 on yeah. your friends. Dude, Not getting it. It was the best. Dude. Did I tell you when I got, I got kicked out of the bar, of the bar in Morgantown? Because the I was underage, and th- this was I literally was pretty innocent in this situation. My friend who was twenty one, she was like, "Hey, have you ever tried this this beer?" I was like, "No, I never did." She's like, "We'll take a quick sip, take a sip." Dude just rolls on me immediately. We were at this bar for a concert. I paid like thirty bucks to get in, which back then crazy for a cover. And the um, 
the dude walks up and he's like, all right, you got to leave. I was like, bro, I was like, I'm 20 years old. I was like, I just took a sip of her beer. Like I wasn't like trying to drink or get anything over on anyone. He's like, nope, you got to go. You got to go. And he's walking me out. And I'm saying things like, dude, I was like, you never drank before you were 21. He's like, nope, never did. I didn't. And he's like telling me all this like loser fucking logic. So I get kicked out, walk back to my apartment, change, put on like a hoodie and a hat and try bringing it back in. And they were like, nah, we just kicked you out. No, you didn't. They're like, yeah, he did. And I was like, no. I was like, you didn't kick me out. And he comes over. He's like, dude, I told you to leave. If you don't leave, there's going to be a problem. And I was like, what? I was like, that guy didn't have a hat on. I'm like, I just got in here. Dude, that happened to us. That's so funny. That happened to us in Orlando. We were at uh we were visiting our buddy for like it was it was our spring break but he wasn't on spring break yet so UCF University of Central Florida was like still like they were yeah. still there for school and so we were going out to the bars and uh, it was like three of us and uh, one of my buddies he was like trying to get a drink from this bartender and she wasn't giving him any attention mm-hmm. and so he's like fuck it and he just reaches over the bar and he grabs a bottle of Fireball <laughs> and we go to the bathroom and just pour it into cups poured into cups and just like would walk around with the cups of just like straight fireball disgusting but like that's what we did and so Huge win. we're walking around and uh bouncer finds us and he goes i saw what you did you guys are fucked get the fuck out before i call the cops and we're like all right no problem my buddy's wearing uh my buddy's wearing a, a, a land a larry bird jersey yeah and i was wearing like some other clothes and my buddy goes dude my car's in the parking lot i got all my shit for spring break like all my clothes in the trunk let's just change into new clothes and we'll go back in so he hands he hands me a lebron james heat jersey he's wearing a dan marino dolphins jersey and he hands my other buddy a alex rodriguez yankees jersey and so we all walk back in like get back into the bar, no problem. Yeah. And then the bouncer sees us. He goes, "Hey!" And then my buddy goes, "You can kick out Larry Bird, but Dan Marino's not going anywhere." <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love that your boy just had a Dick Sporting Goods Dude, in the back of his jersey. Guy, set up. Dude, he's got a Michael Sam jersey in his closet right now. The I mean, Rams, hey, listen, hilarious. That's Dylan's support. favorite football player. Dude, of all time. Dude, yeah, he was very brave. Dude, yeah, <laughs> dude, it was so funny. They made the whole thing about him being gay, but they. Missed the fact that he just stunk at football. <laughs> yeah, he was like, fine. <laughs> he was yeah. so bad. Dude, you need like Lamar Jackson to be like, I'm gay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. He's <laughs> doing, making big strides for yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. gay community then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're like, you won't play him because he's gay. He's like, no, he's bad. <laughs> he's bad. <laughs> uh, dude, we just hit an hour. Um, we usually do about an hour. Before we wrap, though, I want to hear, dude, do you have an Adam Sandler story? I feel like yeah. I heard you tell an Adam Sandler story once. Can yeah. you tell that story? Yeah, it's it's not about it's not about me. It's about uh my buddy uh I have a few Adam Sandler stories, but the one the funniest one is uh my buddy caddy. so I'm a golf caddy and uh I started caddying in Los Angeles during the pandemic because unemployment ended and I was like, I need a job. So mm-hmm. I liked golf, so I was like, I'll get a job caddy. So I joined this uh, I caddy at this country club and uh, Adam Sandler's a member. And one day sick. one day he comes in and like me and my buddy we got in at the same time. And uh, my boss goes, all right, pick a number between, like, one and two. And I'm like, all right, one. My buddy goes, two. And then he goes, all right, Cole, you're going with Adam Sandler today. You're on his bag. And uh, you're going to be with the CEO of Netflix, Ted Serranos, and then uh, the president of Happy Madison and uh, David Spade. And I was like, God fucking damn it. Like, fuck. You know? Yeah. So then afterwards... Brandon, you know, you're with the guys that own yeah. sheets. Yeah, you're with the old, <laughs> you're with the old Jewish guy. And I'm like, great. So, oh. so uh, 
Yeah, my buddy goes, we go through a whole round. End of the day, my buddy and I are leaving. I go, dude, how was it? Like, what was it like? And he goes, dude, he's fucking awesome. Like, you know, just like, you know, they're showing him videos. Like, him and Spade are like showing him videos of like, you know, they're like talking about, they're talking shit like the boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Spade's like, look at this video this other night, like me out, whatever. And then uh, they're like, Cole, get over here. Like, showing him, like, come look at this video. We're crazy. You know what I mean? That's unreal. Yeah. And then, uh, so they get, so I go, did he ask you for like any like putting reads? Cause like in caddying, like that's the biggest yeah. part of your job is like you're able to read. That's the experience like that you're giving is like, you're able to like know the course and like everything. But Sandler's a member there. So he doesn't give a shit. He's played the course multiple times. So he didn't ask Cole for any reads all day. They get to the 18th hole and uh, you know, Cole's like kind of standing there, like not just waiting for him to putt. And Sandler comes up to him. He goes, "Okay, Cole." He like does like the voice and everything. He goes, "You got one read. Don't fuck this up." But <laughs> he looks at it and he goes, "All right, it's going left to right. You got it, Adam." And then he puts it, goes right to left. And he goes, "You're gonna die, Cole." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Dude, that's unbelievable. Yeah, that's yeah. unreal. Yeah, I, I think I think that that's king. one dude that would fucking stop me in my tracks, dude. Bit. Yeah, yeah. He he's like the nicest guy in the world. Like, do you remember when uh, the he did that Happy Gilmore shot or Instagram? Yeah. Okay, so he shot that in Miami. The reason why he was doing that was he was filming a promo. It was the beginning of, like, a promo that he was going to do. Remember when, like, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady played with Phil and Tiger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so they were going to read They were going to do that again, but Tiger and uh, Shooter and Phil and Happy. Oh, that would They were going to do a Happy Gilmore. That would have been awesome. Yeah. And so that, so he was getting ready to to start the promo for that, so he did that. He started it with that shot. He was like, hey, Shooter, check this out, because they were going back and forth on Instagram, like, reprising their characters. And then Tiger Woods got into that big accident. Oh, he, like, broke his everything, oh, and uh, so like it didn't happen. But that week after, uh, Sandler was at the club, and um, he usually like when he comes by himself, he'll like to play like I don't know, like four p.m. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so he'll go out by himself, grab a cart, and then uh, you know he's out there on like hole two. Hole two's a par three, so like easy hole in one hole. You know what I mean? And uh, you just hear like. <gasps> see that <laughs> 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 he comes running into the shop the golf shop and like we're all closing up and he goes no one saw it i got a hole in one and we're like no way and he goes no one saw it though i don't get the fucking plaque and we're like no and he's like fuck that's so fucking funny dude he's wearing like a polo that like go like oversized orange polo khaki like cargo shorts and then socks with his face on them like Red Sox with little Adam Sandler faces on him, <laughs> and then like just high top like Jordans, like oh basketball shoes, or like golf shoes. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah. Holy shit! Nicest what a king, guy. dude. Yeah, he's the nicest he guy is, in the world. What a king. a king. Yeah, nicest oh guy. Oh my god. Exactly what you would think. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, he's the one guy I think I would love to meet. He's a goat. Yeah. He's a goat. Goat. Best. Best. He's best. Own, ever. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Dude, we're we're an hour ten. We usually do an hour, so dude, I think uh, we should wrap it there, man. Dude, you guys are great, man. Dude, Thanks this was me awesome. On. Yeah, tell them where you can uh, they can find you. Anything you're doing, social media, all that stuff. Uh, at Brandon O Barrera uh, on Instagram. Uh, I'm gonna be in Minnesota next month. Some breweries in Brainerd, uh, Minnesota. So if you happen to be a bumfuck Egypt, I'll be there. <laughs> and then uh, March back in Florida, March fifth uh, at the Dania Improv with Dan Carney. Uh, Dan Carney's another great comic. And then uh, March 26th, I'm at Side Splitters with Dan Carney again in Tampa. So, hell yeah. Ray? 
Yeah, uh, you can catch me on all social media at Ray B. Killing them. Uh, live dates. Uh, I will be uh, January 20th and the 21st. I'll be at Wisecrackers in State College. And then uh, a week after that, I'll be at the other Wisecrackers in Mohegan Sun. And uh, you can catch me here every fucking Wednesday, baby. Every Wednesday, baby. Uh, at Dylan Krasinski on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. At Troublemakers on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Give us a follow. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a goddamn five stars and a little comment. We'll be back next Wednesday. Go follow Brandon. Thank you, baby. Good night. Good night.